the optimal life. MK, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. So um, you've got two kids. How old are they? Uh, almost two and four and a half. Okay. So yeah. becoming a parent, what's one thing that has surprised you? Is one thing that was not really anticipated that you've had to adjust to? Uh, anything that comes to mind? Oh, gosh, so many things. But I think the one thing that we're dealing with right now is just the level of patience that you need to have with your children, with just balancing, you know, the work life balance with kids, having patience. Um, our pastor at church actually called it once cheerful patience. And my mom and I often we, we send each other messages. I'll tell her about, you know, my day and, and she'll just tell me, have cheerful patience. And that's one thing I didn't realize how little I have until having kids and also, you know, running the multiple uh, Fit Body Bootcamp locations that we have is, whew, my, my patients are tested every day to the limit. <laughs> I like that. Cheerful. So every time you start getting stressed out, you right. hear, you've got mom in the back end of your head going, cheerful, yep. cheerful. Just having cheerful patients. Yep. Yeah. Slow down. <laughs> what, what Was one thing that surprised you, did you feel like, how much more worrisome we became, we become once we have kids. It's it's pretty intense. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And just like all of the moving parts in your life. And and I have often found myself in situations where I'll think about things that used to stress me out before children and how they no longer stress me out now because it's like you have bigger fish to fry. You have bigger problems, things that are more important to you now. And especially like relating it to that um, that work-life dynamic, you know, before having children, looking back, thinking at times where I felt stressed or I felt like I had a lot on my plate. And now with two kids and still the same level of stress when it comes to work, it's like, wow, you can manage so much more now than you could back then. It's like your, your level of resiliency builds as you build your family too. That's funny you say that because I just I, I just had an article done on my podcast that came out here in Cleveland. Um, we're approaching episode three hundred, so they did a feature, and they said, "What's one of the things that you've learned from talking to all these people over the last few years?" And I said, "Just the resiliency that we have as human beings. It's absolutely incredible. The things that we don't think we're capable of, and then we're thrown into a situation, and then we realize we're completely capable. We have no choice but to become capable." And that's exactly what you're saying. That's right. And you grow by by being uncomfortable. Like the more uncomfortable you are, the more you're actually growing. Yeah. And it, it might feel like it sucks in the moment, but when you get on that other side, you're like, "Wow, look what I over look what I was able to overcome and look how much I grew." So that mentality must help you when you're dealing with your clients. And oh, definitely. Because they're they're struggling too, right? I mean, they want to get their, their lives on track. They want to feel good again. They want to look good. They want to uh, be in good shape. But they're struggling with, there's so many other things that, that we got to get kind of in order before we can say, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna dedicate five days a week to the gym. So how do you mm -hmm. help some of your clients with the uh, mental aspect? Yeah. And it, and it is mental. Like it's, I would say 90% mental. Like we often say at FitBody, the hardest part is just walking through the doors. And, and we both know that's so true because you have to schedule time to work out. Like you have to figure out 
okay, the night before, when am I going to get up and do that workout? It could be 30 minutes. It could be an hour. Um, but you have to find that time first. And once you're there, it's fine. But just getting yourself to that point is so hard. And the first thing I like to talk about with people is why? Like, why are you working out? Like, why are you here? And oftentimes, if their why is not big enough, then they're going to give up. Like, if it's just like, oh, you know, I need to lose 10 pounds, you're just kind of throwing around the idea of of working out and, and, and starting on that process to take care of yourself, then you're likely going to something's going to happen and you're likely going to give up. But if you're like, I am here because I don't need to lose 10, not only lose 10 pounds, but I need to be stronger for my kids. I need to have a more positive mindset. I need to feel better about the way I look in the mirror. I need to feel better about the way my my clothes fit. Like if you have so many whys that are stacking up, that it's going to be so much easier to show up for yourself. Can you have a fit body without a fit mind? No, not at all. Yeah, it really, it starts with the mindset. It definitely starts with the mindset. And you have to tell yourself that you're worth it. Especially as a mom, like, there are a million excuses that I can make each day as to why I don't need to work out. I mean, laundry could proceed working out. Like I need to do laundry, but no, I also need to take care of myself. If I take care of myself and I feel good, I'll be more happy about doing the laundry. Right. And so you do have to, you do have to have that, that fit mind to have a fit body. So how does somebody then develop that fit mind? What are some of the tips, tricks, techniques that you're helping these people with? Like, hey, we we got to work on these areas on the mental and emotional state in order for you to really get full value out of this fit body boot camp. Yeah, I wish I had like a fun and sexy answer for you, but it's like so simple. And the one word is just consistency is like just staying consistent with whatever you start and try not to bite off more than you can chew in the beginning. I mean, if you're someone who you haven't worked out five to 10 years and you want to start a new fitness routine, you're not going to start on a Monday working out every single day for the rest of your life. You're not going to eat perfect every day. You're not going to get perfect sleep every night. You're not going to drink your water every single day like you're supposed to. You have to just take it one step at a time and you're going to start to stack the wins. Like as you develop the routine routine in the gym, as you do that for maybe let's say six to eight weeks and you start like getting in your groove. Well, then let's talk about nutrition. How can we do a little bit better there? Then once you start doing that, let's talk about other foundational habits in your day that we can fix to get you on that path to succeed, that onto that path that you want to be on to feel and look your best. It's just like taking it one step at a time and really um, in the beginning, like having that mindset that this is a lifestyle approach. There's no quick fix. There's no, you know, quick program that you could do that's going to fix all your problems and, and change your life. It This is a lifestyle. Mm. Yeah. It's got to be extremely hard because we're dealing with so many different challenges in, in today's day and whether it's finances, uh, raising young born children, you can make a million excuses. This is a crazy career that you've found yourself in as you yeah. have these little babies screaming, keeping you up all night. And now you got to get to the gym and work out and teach people proper exercises, nutrition, et cetera. Uh, like I said, finances, people struggling with their relationships, struggling to find meaning and peace. 
And then to just be able to say, hey, I'm going to be, I'm just going to keep working out each day and, and building on these building blocks. Those first few weeks and few months have to be tremendously challenging. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. But if you can just get through like to the other side of that, if you can commit for, I mean, they say like it takes six to eight weeks for someone to actually start seeing results in a new fitness program and a new workout routine, feeling the results and then having that momentum to keep going. If you can give it those six to eight weeks and really start to see a change, see a difference, it's going to get easier. It's just getting in that mindset of like, okay, I'm worth it. I'm worth these few months that I'm going to spend on myself to get to that other side. So talk to us. We keep saying fit body boot camp, and people are going, well, what what the heck is this? So <laughs> explain to us exactly what fit body boot camp is. Well, it's the best thing ever. So I actually started as a client at a fit body boot camp and fell in love with it. And it wasn't just like the workout that I loved so much. It was the community and the culture and the level of accountability that I had from the coaches that I had never had anywhere else. And so fit body, we do 30 minute workouts. Most of them are hit style. So high intensity interval training, and it's a different workout every day. The coaches program the workouts. So you show up, you don't have to think about it. They meet you where you're at. So Again, if you're someone who hasn't worked out in 10 years, maybe you've had several children, like you're not going to be walking into the gym doing burpees on day one. We're going to meet you where you're at, make sure that you're not going to injure yourself so that you can come back tomorrow, but then also make sure you're not overdoing it so that you do want to come back tomorrow. And so we really do a good job of meeting you where you're at and just, Let me just stop you real quick. Let me just stop yeah. you real quick, real quick. So somebody comes in, they're overweight. They haven't worked out in a while. Are they getting thrown into the same class as everybody else? That's a great question. So they are getting thrown into the same session as everyone else. However, we have the way our workouts are structured is there's usually like a few stations that you're going to go around to during the workout. And you have coaches that are on the floor that are demonstrating the moves, but also offering up modifications on ways to make that move easier or more challenging. So if you're a seasoned athlete, you might come in and say, well, I don't want to do a box step up. I want to do a box jump. And so we make sure that it, there's something for everyone. And then you have those coaches that walk around to correct form, to modify when needed during the session. Because, yeah, so that makes sense. But I think that another challenge that you guys probably have from a business standpoint is getting somebody to walk through that door. That person that hasn't worked out in a long time, that feels very insecure. Uh, that's got to be even more challenging for them to actually say, I'm going to do this. And I'm, oh, by the way, I'm going to do this amongst people that have been working out for years. Yeah, it, that is hard. And like, I think that that's like a double-edged sword in a way, because you have people that, they're intimidated by working out with other people, but then at the same time, you have those people that they may need the support from other people to show up. They need that level of accountability. And so it's like you have two different crowds there. Mm -hmm. And at FitBody, we call our members our fitness family. We say we're a family, we're a community. We really are in, we're invested in the culture. And so if you're coming to boot camp three to four days a week, and you stop showing up the next week, our coaches know, and they're going to call you. They're going to check in on you. They're going to wonder why you're not there. And we do try to develop that relationship so that you don't feel like you're just another number of a gym, like that we truly care about you and your success. Sure. And I would imagine too, once you realize, once these people realize, hey, this is actually a safe space, 
And I already got past the hardest part, the first class. Nobody knows mm -hmm. me. I don't know what to expect. Once you realize it's a safe atmosphere and a safe space, it probably, of course, gets easier every time. Um, so anyways, I interrupted you. Greatest thing ever, I think you said, Fit Body Bootcamp. It's the greatest thing ever, 30-minute workouts. <laughs> Go ahead. What else? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. What else did I touch on? Um, so most of our locations, you know, we have sessions that are in the morning. So er for those early birds, you know, 5 a.m. workouts, we have those. And then we also have sessions in the afternoon for people that work during the day. They need those afternoon sessions. All of our all of our sessions have coaches that are, you know, trained, certified on what they're doing. They're experts in their field. Um, most locations, we offer nutrition support as well. So in our locations, we have what we call Bootcamp Plus. And if you want guided support from a coach. You have a special Fit Body Bootcamp app. You can log your food. You can track your progress. So it's really like a one-stop shop for everything. It's it's great. And are you able to see what the each day, do you guys have specific um, exercises scheduled where you can see what the classes are? So we have, you know, all of the sessions in an app that you have to go on and book your session in advance. But for the actual workout, the programming for the day, it's usually a surprise. Some uh, location owners, some location owners release like a week in advance to their members and let them know what, what they have coming ahead. But our locations, it's a surprise. Now you own two or three locations. I own two locations. Okay. because So you own two. This is a franchise and you're also community manager of the franchise. Correct. Yes. So what does that mean? Community manager? Yeah. So the community manager, I'm kind of like the voice of the people. I'm the middle person between our 250 locations and all of the members and then the franchise. And so I also lead a podcast called Beyond the Scale. And we do a weekly episode where we talk about everything related to health, fitness, mindset, motherhood, ambition, just a little bit of everything. I just listened to your episode with, uh, is that Bedros's uh, wife? Diana, yes. Yeah. 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 So th are they the ones uh, that founded this company? They are, yes. Yeah. So Bedros founded Fitbody uh, back in 2009, I believe, or 2012. And um, yeah, it's come a long way. It's It's definitely, it's even changed a lot in my six years of ownership. What caught my eye was that not only do you own two franchises, but you helped turn around a struggling franchise. Is that correct? Yes. So in July of 2020, middle of COVID, we had a franchise owner who franchise partner who reached out to us and just said, you know, looking at doing something else with my life, a different career path. And he was going to close his location because during COVID, it, it really just, he wasn't able to retain the amount of members that he needed to stay open and so we said, no, like, we'll, we'll don't close. We'll take over. And so my husband and I took over and I think we had 45 members at the time when we bought it and we grew it to 200 within six months. And it was challenging because it was still at the height of COVID. People were scared to come into the gym. We had so many restrictions, um, but I'm glad we we took that opportunity and, and turned that location around because it, it truly was successful after we got going. What, what part of the country are you in? I'm in Virginia. Okay. Yeah. So, and you took over this company, this, this location was also in Virginia? It was, yes. Yep. In so Roanoke, Virginia. You go from 45 struggling business model, the guy's about to shut his doors 
and you say within six months during one of the most sensitive and un, uh, fear-mongering times in our history, uh, you're able to quadruple your membership in a very short period of time. What were some of the things you guys were doing? Uh, well, we started with culture, rebuilding the culture, rebuilding that community feel, because as you can imagine during COVID for a gym to keep that same community feel when you're not actually in person with other people is so challenging. And so the people, luckily, the people that they were able to hold on to, those 45 people, they were the ones that were diehard Fit Body Bootcamp fans. There was a reason why they held on to their membership. And so they were a part of the reason why we were so successful in the beginning is because they helped us rebuild it. You know, we came in and said, listen, we want to do amazing things here. This is who we are. This is what we've done in our other locations. And so they did help us grow in the beginning. Um, but really just like you kind of, when you're in that situation, you have to almost like make a new name for yourself. You know, like you really have to let the members know what your mission is, what you value and how you want to help them and contribute to not only their life, but the community. And so that's what we did. And through that, we were able to get those people to refer their friends to come and just build up the community like that and build up the location. What is a common thing that you see franchise owners? It could be Fit Body Bootcamp or it could be any other franchise for that matter. Is there a common theme that you see amongst franchise owners the ones that seem to struggle, what are they lacking? Uh -huh. The ones that are la the ones that are struggling are the ones that try to do too much on their own. So you join a franchise for the support, for the resources there, for the blueprint that's already there for you. You should use it. If you're rowing in the same direction as the franchise, and if you're using what they give you, then you're going to succeed. If you're trying to do your own thing, you might get lost and you likely aren't going to get the support that you need. And so we always tell like people that are interested in franchise ownership, like just row in the same direction as everyone else and you will do well. And that's not to say that your location can't be, you know, have its own little unique zone of genius as another location. Like they're all going to differ um, in some small way, but you should be pushing out the same stuff when it comes to marketing. You should be running the same specials. You should be doing everything that the franchise is spending a ton of money developing. You should use it. What's more important, to, in your opinion, the technology and equipment and facility, the layout, all that fancy stuff, or the people that are running the programs? The people. Definitely the people. You can get a good workout anywhere, but it's to get someone to stay committed to your program and want to show up every day. That takes a good coach. That takes someone who's able to build a relationship with an individual so that they're motivated to get out of bed and come in there. A hundred percent. Because I like knew, for I, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say it. I just had to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like for me personally, like I have a gym, I have a really, really nice gym that my husband and I built out in our garage and I worked out there today. And after my workout, I was like, "Ugh, I should have gone to fit body today. It wasn't as much fun. If I would have been there working out with other people, had the camaraderie of like the members and the coaches that I love, it would have been more fun. Community is so powerful. It is. It, it is. It, it's incredible. Again, it's another common theme that uh, from talking to hundreds of people 
community is always powerful, whether it's something positive like this or a community where people are trying to overcome some type of addiction or anything else. Community is key. Um, So you have all these people, you've, you've got two locations, you've impacted hundreds, if not thousands of lives at this point in a positive way to take us, give us a, a one or two stories of somebody that, that really sticks out to you. Someone that maybe was down on their luck that came in and, and uh, might've been overweight, might've been depressed and, and came out the other side, a completely different person. Do you have any of those stories? Oh, definitely. Um, I'll share one, uh, a lady named Carla. She's in one of our locations and she had never been a member of a gym before. And she has four children, four small children, all under the age of 10. And she joined us on a, a challenge. It was a back to school challenge. Try to think she's been a member now for about a year and a half and she has lost a hundred pounds. And I remember meeting, I remember meeting her on her first day. So it was an orientation that we had for this challenge coming up. And she had so many questions. She was so nervous And truthfully, like, I wasn't sure if she'd be able to commit to this. I didn't know, like, if she was going to be able to continue the program. Like, I really, at that moment, I wasn't sure if she would do it. And she started coming. She started showing up, just loving the workouts. She's a 5.30 a.m. boot camp goer. And she is there every single day. I mean, Monday through Friday, sometimes even on the Saturdays, she brings some of her kids with her. I mean, she's like our greatest success story to date because it goes to show you that it doesn't matter how many obstacles you have in your life. If you make yourself a priority, anything can happen. And like, she was a stay at home mom with four young children. Her husband was never home and she still made the time for herself. She doesn't even look like the same person. Like if you see her side by side photos, like you just, you wouldn't even recognize her. And it's spilled out into so many other areas of her life. Like I talked to her recently and she um, decided to go back to work for the first time. And I think she said eight years and like, she kind of has like this new level of confidence that she didn't have before. And it's truly amazing. It's beautiful to see. That's gotta be the, what motivates you every single day, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And and that, that's a one good story. Uh, another good story I have, and this was someone I worked with several years ago. She, I was coaching her one-on-one for a nutrition challenge that we were doing at FitBody. And she had a six-year-old at the time, and she really had hopes of having other children, but because of some pre-existing health conditions, and she had PCOS and a few other things, and she had gained so much weight that her doctor said, I'm sorry, I don't think you're going to be able to conceive another child naturally. And so she had just kind of given up on having more kids. And so she starts doing this challenge with me, and she's losing weight. I think she'd hit like 15, 20-pound mark, or she had lost 15, 20 pounds, And one day she messages me and says, I just don't feel like myself today. Something's going on. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe getting sick. Like, I don't know. And so then like a week goes by, like, I don't, I don't hear her. I don't see her at the gym. And she's like, you're never going to believe this, but I'm pregnant. And like, she had gotten her body to that place where she was feeling good. Like she was having success with like her weight loss and, and she was showing up for herself at the gym. And it's like this miracle happened. And I'm not to say it's not to say that like it was all because she lost 15, 20 pounds, but she was getting her health back on track and a miracle happened. And like I I truly feel like things like that happen all the time if you just spend the time to take care of yourself. And she saw that firsthand and it was awesome just to be a part of that process and a part of that journey. 
Oh, that's incredible. That's so yeah. powerful. It's so beautiful. Oh, and definitely. That, it's, it's like when you when you're in this and you're living this lifestyle, like you and your husband and people in your community that you're close with. It's got to be really frustrating for you, especially because I know how I feel, and I'm not nearly into the the fit body boot camp type stuff. And uh, you know, I, I exercise, I stay in shape, but I, I'm not as regimented. And I know how I feel when I see people that are not taking care of themselves and that are eating like crap and uh, obese and not doing anything, smoking cigarettes, drinking every day. And I look at these people and go, you would be so much happier if you just went and, and sweat. You don't even have to. I'm not asking you to be a, a Mr. Olympia. Just go right. out and move a little bit. It's got to be really. How do you feel when you see that stuff? Oh, it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. And like, I even look at people who claim they're super successful or, you know, look at people that, you know, run companies that are 50, 75 pounds overweight. And you think to yourself, how could you truthfully be happy? How could you really feel successful if you get up every day knowing you're overweight and you're not healthy and you're not taking care of yourself? I I don't get it. I really can't wrap my head around it. And and I do think partially it's because it is my identity and my for my entire life. Like I have just made my health a priority. And part of that is the way I was raised and the people that I was around, like one side of my family, they are very unhealthy and overweight, obese. And I look at them and just think, how could you truthfully be happy because you're not healthy? Yes, I 100% echo that. And to piggyback off of that, I would say, how can you be 100% effective? Right. Because- There, just by the way you look and feel is having some kind of negative impact on your productivity. It has to be. Right. Definitely. Um, so anybody that's listening that might want to get into franchising and, and fit body boot camp, do you guys, are you guys accepting applications? And if so, where, where can they go? Oh yeah. So for fit body boot camp, you can just go to fitbodybootcamp.com And like at the bottom, there's like an interested in franchise link. Um, but we're always accepting new franchise partners, um, you know, young, driven, hungry people that have a passion for fitness. We want you a part of our brand. And that's how I started out when I was 26 years old. Like I just I had a passion for helping other people. And I took that passion and drive and, you know, was able to open up my own location. And it's because of the franchise that I was so successful because they paved that blueprint for me. They provided those resources that I need at such a young age. Like I didn't have any experience. I didn't have any business experience. And they really helped me along that way. But how about all the people that are in that exact same position and they want to do it and they've got the burning desire, but they just feel, no, not me. I can't do it. I, I don't know the process. I'm I'm in the dark on all this stuff. What do you say to yeah. those people? Um, well, really, it's like if if you don't take the risk now, you're likely going to regret it later. And for me, I'm just the kind of person that I would rather try and fail than never do it at all. Mm. And so that's just the way I looked at it. And I I've always kind of been the person where like if I see someone else doing something, I'm like, well, I could do that too. And at the time when I started as a client at FitBody, the owners, like they were a little bit older than me, but I saw like the coaches, they were young, they were around the same age as I was. And I just kind of looked at it as if they could do it, I can do it. 
Mm. And so I think if you just kind of look at it, it, at that approach, like everybody had to start somewhere. It's not like I was handed some sort of like golden spoon and and it said like, here, you're going to go be successful. Like I had to work my butt off to get to where I am today. And as long as you're willing to put that work in, you will be successful. And, and if, if it, I'm sorry, go ahead. If, yeah. And if it doesn't end up working out, then at least you tried. Absolutely. And it's not like you had a checklist of a hundred things to do to prepare for the franchise. Like you, there, there's never the perfect time. I say this all the time, right. dive in. And, and the nice thing about diving into a franchise that's established is that you guys do have process and procedure and you're going to walk your franchisees. Uh, you're going to handhold if, they, if you need to, to, to get them going. Exactly. That's a, that's the beautiful assurance. You mentioned uh, we're getting close to finishing up. Uh, we've talked fit body bootcamp. You also mentioned beyond the scale podcast. It looks like yeah. you recently, was this just launched this year, correct? It was. Yes. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a part of the fit body franchise. It's really for our clients and for our community. So we release a new episode every Wednesday and we talk about health, fitness, mindset, a little bit of everything um, and life beyond the scale topics that really do matter. Beautiful. Where can people find you, uh, MK? Where can they find you online, social media, website, et cetera? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, just at Mary Catherine Stahl. And then you can find Fit Body Bootcamp, um, fitbodybootcamp.com. And then Beyond the Scale, we're on YouTube, uh, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Beautiful. We'll make sure we link that in the show notes, guys. If you want to learn more about Fit Body Bootcamp, click the links in, in the show notes. Um 2023, we're, we're coming out of the pandemic. We seem to be getting back to some normalcy. What is your long-term, maybe short and long-term goals with, with this franchise? Where do you see yourself? Are you going to add more franchises to your pipeline? Are you going to do something else with this? Where, where is this going? Ooh, great question. Um, I wish I had a very straightforward answer for you. <laughs> we, we like the simple answers. They don't have to be yeah. sexy. It's okay. With... Um, Right now, my goal is to invest in FitBody Bootcamp owners who have a drive and a passion, and they want a little bit of help on the back end. So I just opened up my first location a few months ago where I'm a, an investor in it. I'm a majority owner, but I'm not boots on the ground. The location is about four hours from me, so I'm not physically there, but I help from the back end. And by doing that, we're already generating, like we're in the positive four months in. And so I want to help other people do that. Wow. What's the yeah. most members? What's the biggest membership at, at one specific location? Do you know? So we have friends in Kentucky that have locations with up to 600 members. Wow. Yeah. We have one of our locations has 400. Mm, um, nice. So yeah, it's. It, it depends on, yeah, like your location size, but then, you know, the more members you have, the more coaches you have. So you just have to figure out what works best for you and your location. So it sounds like uh, potential continued investments in these as kind of a passive investor, although you'll be ha helping out at a high level consulting yeah. and, and getting these people uh, in, moving in the right direction. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Let them do the yeah. operations and do the heavy lifting while you just continue to help them uh, succeed. So that's right. And then like as a brand, you know, we want to try to get to 400 locations within the next two years. Um, and we're really we have taken off in 2023. We have like 10 times the amount of interest in ownership as we've ever had or we've had in the last two years with COVID. Um, so it's we're really off to a great start in, two, in 2023. 
MK Stahl, thank you so much and continued success to you. Thank you so much.